at this gas station that I, the one that I go to the most. There's a teller there, and uh, throughout the entire year, she always wears short sleeves, and she has tattoos all up and down both arms. And I've always been curious, because there are all kinds of different things on there, and I want to know what they mean. But most of the time, I have my collar on and so on, and if sometimes there are certain conversations you don't want to enter into when, when I'm in these situations, and if there are other people around, I also don't want to cause any embarrassment for me or for her. But not too long ago, several weeks ago during the summertime, when I was cutting my lawn, I needed more gas, so I had to go to the gas station, and there she was. And it was empty, so I said, great, now's the time for me to ask, what do these things mean? They've got to have some meaning to them. And she told me what, what they mean. And it was interesting because she said some of them she had gotten long ago and she doesn't believe in these things anymore. And she pointed to this cross that she's wearing on, on her chest. And I said, oh, okay, so are you a Christian? And she says, yes, I am a Christian. And some of these other ones, and she shows me her other side, uh, correspond to my faith in Christ. I said, okay. And she said, you're the first person that's ever asked me about these things who hasn't yelled at me for them or said something about them or criticized me or anything like that. I said, well, how do you know I wasn't going to do that? <laughs> and it was just a joke. It was just a joke. So I'm just joking. I wasn't going to do that. I was just curious what they meant. And I said, that's, that's not my point, but I'm just curious, how, how did you come to Christianity? And she said, I came to Christianity through John 3.16. And I said, well, what does it mean? And she says, well, Jesus loves us so much, or God loves us so much that he gave us his only son. So no matter who we are and what we say and what we do, God loves us, and he wants us always with him. And I said, you're right. You're exactly right. I said, that's one of the most important passages in all the scriptures. In fact, just that one line, 316, could in a sense be the summary of all of the Bible and all our relationship with God. So in my mind, I'm thinking, ah, good, she's right on path. And, and then she continued with, and no matter what we do and no matter who we are and what we say and what we look like, God loves us. And I said, absolutely, you're right. She had no clue that I'm a priest and I'm thinking theologically about these things with her. And I said, absolutely, you're right. And then somebody else came in and I didn't want to enter into any more of the conversation. And so we said goodbye and left. But there's just one thing. I've got no issues with anything there except this. It's true that no matter who we are, no matter what we look like, no matter what we've done, God loves us. And he loves us so much that he gave us his son so that we can be with him. But that requires something of us. The love that God gives to us, we have to show back. And we don't show it back simply by saying I love you, which is important which is not done simply by believing that Christ is the Son of God and came to save us. That is important as well. 
But what is just as important is to make sure we are doing the things that show and express that love. And if we're doing those things that show and express our love, it means that we're also changing in a way. That we're transforming, that we're becoming somebody different. Somebody a little more holy. Somebody a little bit better. One of the things we hear so often as people get married, when it comes to finding somebody that is compatible for marriage, and then as they develop their relationship throughout that whole process, is, I don't want somebody who's going to change me. And I will even tell people, you shouldn't be trying to change one another. But what I mean by that, and I explain it, is, Someone's a morning person, someone's a night person, someone likes coffee, someone likes tea. Who cares? Don't try to change the other one for these things. But what should be happening in any sort of relationship that's dependent upon love is that we should be changing each other together towards the good so that the other person is becoming somebody a little bit different, somebody a little bit more like God. That does not mean giving up one's own personality. All it means is that we're acting in ways, improving in the way we're living because someone is helping us. And in this relationship of love, that means we're getting closer to God in this particular way. It means there are actions that are necessary. That's what's crucial in this whole understanding of John 3.16. Not simply that God loves us, but that he took an action, and that action was being put on a cross. In the same way, we have to take actions too. We have to make that first step, which is to say, I believe and I love you, Lord. And then the second step is, how are we going to show it? It's not enough just to say it, but we have to live it. We have to express it. And we have to make sure that we ourselves are constantly transforming, constantly changing into someone just a little bit better, just a little bit better than the day before, than the week before, than the month before, getting just a little bit closer to that image and likeness of Christ that we were meant to be. So this woman was right. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that means no matter who we are and whatever we look like and whatever we have done, God still loves us, no matter what. But also that it requires some action on our part to show that we love him. Amen.